Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome back to the Practical Spirits Podcast presented by Seek to Teach Ministries. I am Tahim, and I am here with my co-host, Mr. Hill. Can you hear me, sir? Bringing the co-host on now. Hell, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. All right, Rob, can you hear me there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can hear you very well. Okay. All right. Sorry about that little technical difficulty, but we're back with Practical Spirits Podcast. This is episode two, presented by Seek to Teach Ministries. I am Tahim, and I'm here with my co-host my brother Rob and um yeah so we're back wanted to get things started and pick up with our segment that we touched on last week it's going to be um well not last week early in the week it's going to be a, a normal thing on the show we're looking at metaphors and misnomers whereas we kind of debunk some of the um Christian catchphrases or things that seem biblical or not so biblical but we kind of have a misunderstanding of what's being said there. So um, we ended up um, on the last show touching on a couple of things there. I know the last thing we talked about was the concept of pleading the blood of Jesus. So being that I kicked it off first the last time, um, Brother Rob, I'd like you to give me one. Let's throw one out there. We can attack that, and then we'll go into um, the the next segment of the show. Okay, well, right right offhand, I'm thinking of the the probably the name it and claim it, the name it and claim it, um, uh, as it relates to you know people um, when it comes to um, afflictions, afflictions and things of that nature. Uh, you have a group of people out there that says that I'm not claiming that, you know, I'm not claiming it. And then they'll call the devil a lot, you know, and I'm not claiming it. I think that's one that's kind of used uh, a lot uh, amongst the body of Christ, the name it and claim it. Um, right. So I would say that, the name it and claim it uh, saying it. The name it and claim it saying it. Okay. So, 
right. So let's let's unpack this in a little bit. Cause yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. where we're going. And then one one of the things that you talked about, especially regarding you, you hear it regarding um, not only illnesses, it could be right. regarding a um, another person. Let's say the the death of a relative or someone coming back into your life or a, right. a relationship, financial situation. Um, right. they, let's say they're doing layoffs at your job and you know layoffs are coming you say hey I'm not claiming that you know right. um, things of that nature are we are we looking are those along the lines where we're going with that yeah yeah uh, okay. yeah we're going to try to deal with all those all those okay. Cause that's Cause the, it seems as if that's where it's really used the most uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to situations that 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 are revealed to us and right. uh, that saying, that teaching, that saying, that statement is used a lot. Um, I'm not claiming it. I'm, I'm not claiming right. that. Right. I'm not claiming this. I'm not claiming that. But the situation is upon you. But you say, I'm not claiming it. I'm not claiming that. Um, and I think, it's well, a, a, I think because of how it has been used traditionally, mm-hmm. Um, it's almost, it would appear that it's almost included as doctrine, you know. Uh, we do recognize well, that there are scriptures in there. Go ahead, Tyler. Go ahead. Yeah, so so and, what, what happens with that, just as many of the phrases that we come across and some of the things um, it does, you say it kind of becomes a doctrine, and it's almost like a spinoff of a teaching. So let's say, for instance, you had the Cosby Show. Right, we know that sitcom, um, you know, late 80s, great sitcom. But then what started happening was um, after you watched the Cosby show, and I remember because we, my my bedtime, I would kind of relate it to that when I was was very, very young. I remember maybe being about like five years old, we would watch the Cosby show, and I would know that at the end of the Cosby show, I had to go right to bed, you know. But one night, you know, as as most children do, you try to linger around a little while longer in your parents' bedroom. I remember one night mm-hmm. we were watching with my mom, and a few seconds, like, so the Cosby show went off, and what happened is um, another theme song came on, and it was another black show, and at the time it wasn't really many black shows on TV, and this was, it was something different. So we watched for a little while before she sent us to bed, and next thing you know, it's a different world. That was the name of the sitcom, and it's a spinoff of the Cosby Show, whereas right. it has some remnants. It has even some of the values of the Cosby Show, but when you look at it, it's something different. And I think, well, and, and I bring up that that analogy because when we look at the whole name and claim it, just just when we look at any of our uh, metaphors and misnomers that we get from this segment, for the most part, it's based on something biblical, but it's just not fleshed out. You know, it's it's a spinoff of what the truth is. So, right, what we have, we definitely. It, there's definitely we do know that you know life and death is in the power of the tongue and you know they right. that love it will eat the fruit thereof. We do understand that. We do also know right. that David encouraged himself in the Lord. We know that that's scriptural. It's, it says that you know he encouraged himself in the Lord. So there is something that goes with speaking specific words to. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it really it speaks to ourselves because we're, we're complex. You know, we have our 
we have our spirit and we have our, our we have our flesh as well and there's a constant battle there so sometimes we have to muster enough in our flesh our physical man we have to must, muster enough to speak something in order for us to believe it not for it to manifest but for us to believe it because um oftentimes we can allow negative thoughts we can dwell on certain things and um what happens is it doesn't reinforce what the Holy Spirit is saying, speaking back to the Spirit of God, you know, from within us. It doesn't match up. So sometimes, you know, because we, we see the opposite, you know, we do have to speak on what we believe. But I think what happens and what the problem is is that you hear that, okay, well, uh, don't you claim that, oh, yeah, that new job, I'm claiming it in the name of Jesus. Okay, well, you, you're, just, you're just claiming that. But what else right. behind that? You know, when we talk about faith right. without works, that's that's right. the epitome of that because you're putting faith in something that's not specifically prophecy, not specific prophetic word of God, meaning not not something talking about the um, foretelling, but foretelling. You know, just right. something that's um, you know what what God says in His Word, what His promises are, and things of that nature. We're not, so we can't say okay. Um, no weapon formed against me. Like we know we have specific scriptures we can relate to. But in this case, yes. we're relating it to a belief or something that someone said, but we don't yes. back it up with anything else. So then we just look silly and, you know, we say it with authority, hey, I'm not claiming that. You know, hey, um, right. hey yeah, the doctor says I'm diabetic. My blood sugars are high, but I'm I'm not claiming that. And that's okay to say that you don't claim it, but Mm-hmm. What are you doing by means of diet and adjustment? And mm-hmm. are we listening to the doctor, et cetera, or do we think it's enough? You know, do we think it's enough just to say, I'm not claiming yeah. that? And I think that's right. kind of the trap. Right. Do, 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 you know what, do you know what claiming, uh, I, I think um, we as believe, see, one thing I've taught, we've been taught that words are that words are important. Okay, now mm-hmm. to claim something, okay, is is uh, according to dictionary dot com. It means to demand. Listen to the, listen to the word now. To demand by or as by virtue of a right. Demand as a right or as due. So when you claim when you claim in something. That means, in a sense, you're saying that I get whatever it is that's upon me. I got a right. It's due me. It's due me. It's ownership. Yeah, it's ownership, you know. And so I think that's where the lack of understanding uh, falls right in that line right there because, okay, if we believe it, and I understand we are like, like you shared earlier, like you shared, uh, the scripture that we say, and, and one that's applied to that is calling those things that be not as though they were. Okay, so for you to say uh, I'm not claiming that, uh, I'm thinking, and I will hope you're you're more in the sense of saying, well, I'm not claiming that, so I'm calling those things that be not as though they were. So I'm not going to claim it, even though the evidence, the evidence. Is there? It's there. We can see it. So to claim it now, and, and I don't think people realize it, it goes into a whole nother level now. Because now, in your mind, 
you're saying that this this I have the right, you know, this it's something that's due me. Well, okay, well, let's look at what the word told. Let's look at the life of Job. Job, there were many things that came upon Job. Okay? There were many things that came upon Job. And because they were allowed by God to come upon Job. See, if we look into Job's story, we never see Job uh, not claiming something. What Job says is, this, hey, if this is be the Lord's will, the Lord give us, the Lord take us away. If this is of the Lord, hey. And, and so it's not about the claiming. And I think we think we have the power to divert from the will of God. We see that there's there's a there's a, a man that was born blind. They make them right. they come ask they say, Well, how was he who was in sin? And Jesus told them, right, Oh, right. nobody was in sin, right? But this was this basically this was put this was put on him by God as a way of God being glorified through the miracle that he was about to, to perform. So if it's something there that you're not claiming, then where does where does your faith in believing that God is the healer of a miracle, or God is a miracle God, where can that where's room for that to fit in? If you saying is that I ain't claiming it, I ain't claiming it. Yeah. No, it's there. Yeah, and something there. something with that. Just a um, just a quick interjection. When you mentioned Job, um, and, and when I when I think about it. A lot of the Old Testament saints, and I can even say in the New Testament, so maybe this is just something that's established not with the church but with the denominational church as far as um, when we look at everything post um, post the Acts of the Apostles and, you know, the conclusion of the Bible. What, what I'm thinking when we look at examples, so I, I don't know why we draw off examples that aren't in the Bible, but, but we draw off maybe early church <laughs> right. leaders. But right. like they didn't have a problem with facing reality. Now they had a problem right. um, with faith, and I get it because a lot of things they hadn't seen, they didn't have something to reference. But if they were going through something, you wouldn't see. I mean, Job would look really silly to all that was around him, saying, "Okay, well, you know, I I just lost." All my cattle, or you know, my right. my children are sick and dying, but he says I'm not claiming this. You know, Job I'm not was, claiming it, but ain't nothing there. Right, nothing there. Right, right. So Job but was I'm taking Job was taking ownership, and what they see, what they would do a lot of times in the Old Testament, um, and and maybe in the New Testament, I'll just say throughout Scripture, they would try to um. They they would kind of root, do like what we call like a root cause analysis. So they say, okay, well right. this is happening because this this and that. And um, you know, to their credit, they could correlate a lot of things that were going on based on their relationship with God. So I get that one hundred percent. But right. they never. Um, it wasn't. You know, but having faith doesn't mean that you're not accepting reality. That's not what right. that's not what faith is about. Right. See, and like right. you said, that takes the power out of it. That takes authority. You say, okay, um, you know, the the doc, you know, they say I have lung cancer. 
not me personally, but let's say if I was diagnosed mm-hmm. with lung cancer and I just right. say, oh, right. no, it's, it's, it's no cancer in me. I'm, I'm speaking right. against that. I'm in the name of Jesus. My lungs are healed by his stripes. Right. You're healed. And I'm just throwing all these scriptures at the wall, see what sticks and, you know, misusing mm-hmm. it. Whereas the mm-hmm. power actually shows, well, yeah, well, he actually was diagnosed with cancer or the mm-hmm. doctors mm-hmm. believe they perceived that to be cancer, but the Lord stepped in and healed it before the process started or while the process was going on, as opposed to me, um, it, it's our ego. I think we think that it's almost like a superhero, like we're the Avengers or something. We have these special powers yeah. as Christians. And yeah. when I get to a certain point, I can say this thing mixed with God, you know, we have to have our hand in it. Uh, so, you know, I can, I can say this thing and I'm taking authority over my own body, which I don't have authority yeah. and don't know much about in general. But, you know, I'm yeah. taking this yeah. authority. And um, in some cases, I think it makes it feel like we, you know, it's 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 something because, I mean, as humble as we try to be, um, there is a lot as, as we go through this process. It, it is a lot, whereas we do make things about us um, in a yeah. sense, and we do feel a certain way, and that's why we develop and, and, and we grow. But yeah. that, you know, that doesn't serve any purpose. Now, God is very gracious. God doesn't, God isn't looking to punish us or beat us up about yes. doing these things. But right. um, what, what happens where, where the problem is, is that if you have, cause I mean, I know of some, of some song, some strong Christians who do the mm-hmm. name it and claim it. And that's what they're taught, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. also have the other side. They have the practical side about it. They're, they're doing the work along with that. So even though they're saying yeah. these things, it's not yeah. just what they're saying because there's nothing wrong. I mean, David had to encourage himself in the Lord. Everything yeah. was against him. Everyone was against him, but he had to say, hey, you know, I don't. we don't know exactly what he was saying, but I'm sure he's saying, you know, everyone's abandoning me. I'm losing this crown. You know, um, the person I'm here to serve is out to kill me. And, you know, I'm being cursed. Like a lot of things that was going, David was going through, but he was able to encourage himself somehow. And I'm sure that he didn't just say, okay, well, I just got to face facts and I'm just going to wait around and see what happens. But he encouraged himself. So that's a good piece of it. That's why I like this particular topic. But what are you, what are you claiming and what's behind it? When you claim it, what do you do? You know, what do you do? Yeah. 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 And and that's so true. That's, that's, that's such a good point because I'm thinking of, 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 of a couple of words. That's used uh, in the Bible many times. If it be thy will, just those little right. words. There, if it be thy will, and to go back as what you said, as far as uh, going to the Old Testament saints, even the New Testament saints, there wasn't a process of them not claiming anything. But in what in what my question is. If you if there's healing that needs to be if there's healing that needs to be done, but you turn around and say I'm not claiming it, then where's room for faith to believe that God is a healer if you didn't already mm. made up in your mind I ain't claiming? Where where is faith how, in that? How crazy how crazy would Jesus look in retrospect in the Garden of Gethsemane if right. he's going through his agony <laughs> and talking about what yeah, he's not claiming? I ain't claiming. As opposed to, right, yeah. he, right, he, now he that walking, would just be, you know, that. Yeah, yeah, he walking to his death. He walking to, to 
to the, the place to where he's about to be hung up because he said it beforehand. But now all right. of a sudden on his way on the road, he said, I ain't claiming it. I'm not claiming it. Looking crazy. Getting hit upset, getting hit upside the head with rocks and all that, talking about what yeah. you're not claiming, you know, bleeding yeah. after death. Yeah. Don't even make it to the cross because yeah. he's talking about yeah. what he's not claiming, you know. Yeah, yeah that 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 is an interesting one. And so that yeah. that's that's definitely a, a good one um that you know someone brought up to me just kind of kind of discussing that because one of the things as yeah. well um we we lose the fact like you said something about like a, a physician and you know we we talk about that uh the the doctors and and things of that nature mm-hmm. and this is not to say that doctors are an absolute authority on anything um, mm-hmm. or, or on everything. I'm not saying that, but just as with any vocation, if we could just name and claim things away, we wouldn't need doctors. And you could say that with we any other need. type of thing. If that's the case, you wouldn't need a lawyer. You know, it's, it's scriptures that deal about, you know, you know how, how saints deal with things. And I think we'll, we'll probably be able to get to that one. That's probably the next one I want to get to is um where two or three are gathered. Um, that concept and how powerful people feel when saying that when not really knowing what that's referencing, but we'll touch right. on that another time. But um, right. it's, it's it's certain things that wouldn't wouldn't be needed, but that comes back to like I said, the name of this podcast, Practical Spirit. There is a practical side of all things spiritual, and when when you're doing that. When you're just um, making these making these claims or just speaking with with such authority, you'll see some that witness it work for some, but they don't understand. They don't see what's behind the veil. They don't see what it is because it is very important whether you're dealing with spirituality or not. Um, even in sports, um, when people would be in a zone, uh, so to speak, mm-hmm. they they make a they they make a certain amount of shots, and then they they use analogy. They say it looks like you know their um shooting in the back like a, a a basket, like a tennis ball in the basket, or, you know, just draining mm-hmm. shots. And they mm-hmm. have this confidence that when they come down, oh, that shot is going in. So, yeah, the mental capacity, that that really, that's not just um, in particular just uh, just relegated to what, to all things spiritual. That could be right. with anything. We get in right. patterns. And, I mean, we're, we're creatures of habits, so we get in patterns. Right. And it's, impo- it's, it's important right. to establish good habits, but you have to right. support it. Because even with that basketball right. player that's in the zone, well, there hasn't been one in history that just he has that throughout the whole season. You know, every game. Because well, if that's the case, that's shot. every game he's not missing anything. Right, right. So yeah, you, we we look. I mean, he's in the zone, but he he has to continue to take the shot to stay in the zone. Right. He has because and, uh, give you good. And you know what? Good scenario. Give, give you up? good another good. Give you a good another scenario. Um, you you walk by, and I heard people say walk by in the car and touch the car and say I'm claiming. Well, because you claim in this car, that don't mean the car is yours. That means you, you haven't been authorized for ownership of this car. But what you have to do in claiming it is go through the necessary steps to, to receive the car. It's more than just claiming, you know. If, if you claim it be- without no action behind it, <laughs> you just talking. you just speaking. Yeah. I'm claiming, but yeah. you don't have no action behind it. And and what I, what confuses people as well is because you might see that same person say they claim it and then they get it, to whereas 
they could get it without making an action about claiming it. Or you can <laughs> right. see someone someone else who does claim it, but they don't qualify. Right. And I think that right. that qual- qualification that when I just said that that word just really stood out to me. We look at mm-hmm. the, the qualification because if you're claiming something, you're not qualified to have right. is really you're just right. you're trying to get it by way of theft. You're you right. it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. You're getting something that's not yours. So if I'm claiming complete healing, but I don't have the qualifications behind that, and it's not be based on my actions solely, but I do have some actions that's associated with that as well. If I don't have the qualifications and I'm making that claim, then then that's just a false a false claim, and it doesn't right. come into come into fruition. Um, right. Even before the call, and it's it's kind of like a, a segue off to a, a to to another topic. Before the um before we got on the podcast here, I was studying and I was I have been thinking about just one phrase. I've been finding um more um, recently. I've been spending more time like more quality as far as studying. I might just but whereas I'd sit in a session, maybe go through three and four chapters or several books, but sometimes I might just spend time just looking at one particular verse or half a verse and what's built around that. And what I was thinking about was um the golden rule. And the golden rule, which is do unto others as you would have them do unto you, and you know this is what you know this is the balance is the foundation of the law and the prophets. But when I think about that, that even has a, qualif- a qualifier because that can't the golden rule. That's not for a broad audience. That's for a specific audience because if right. you are a person saved or unsaved, and you have a very low self-image, you have low self-esteem. You don't expect much out of life. Well, if I encounter you, I honestly don't want you to treat me the way you would want me to treat you, right. because that's a different right. expectation. You know, it's not. It's right. not. Um, you know. It, it, so we have to look at who we're talking about. You can't just always say treat others the way you want to be treated, because a, a lot of a lot of us have a very uh, these days a lot of us there is a very low self image and when you talk about yeah. generational things and you know yeah. from a generation it's like hey well I'm I'm on my business you know you get yours I'll get mine and that's and that's it so um, yeah. even with that that's that that's something that has a qualifier and that's something that's a direct word of God as opposed to a spinoff there and that's you know that's the importance of teaching and and even balance even dealing with that so my question yeah. to you at this point like what what do you think about that um that concept the the concept that i just shared there well i, I agree totally with you because if you say as a person you do unto others as you will have them do unto you well there could be a history there there could be history you know there you know uh uh, there are people out there who 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 um, there are people out there who their even their concept of love is not in a way that we will see that's ordinary. When you talk about love and caring and feeling, there's people out there even with a concept of love that that uh, I don't believe you love me unless you're uh, correcting me or disciplining me. In a certain matter, so guess what happens? Right. Uh, if you even go into the, you know, battered women's shelters, that's just an example. Yep. Um, yep. You that's would hear, you would hear women. 
yeah, you will hear women that say they allowed their spouses to beat them because they felt that that was showing love. If they didn't beat them, then that would um uh, show it didn't show. They allowed them to beat them because it showed that they really cared for them. Because if they really didn't care for them, they wouldn't be. You see what I'm saying? So now, right. what is that person going to project? If you say, if, if we say to her, this person, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, and in their mind, love is showing through me putting my hands on you, then what is she going to do? She's going to think that that's love because that that is what became love to her. You see what I'm saying? It has become yep. love to her. So what she's going to do is send that same love out, whether it be spouse, whether it be children, whether it be you. you I mean, you have a lot of cases even now that uh, where parents are, are beating children, and they say that's a form of discipline. That's a form of love. So what do you think that child is going to do if he stay under that same umbrella, if he was the do unto others as you would have do unto you. Because in his yeah. mind, he don't think that you don't love him if you ain't beating him. So what he's going to dish right. out, he's going to dish out what he believes is love that he receives. And if you're not clear, if you just live by that rule, then you got a lot of people that might be hurt because the ones that's dishing out, they might believe that that's the type of love that they're receiving. I mean, we see it exactly. all over all over the world. We see it. I mean, you you just go to if you go to a battered women's shelter, you will hear a lot of that. To where most of them, a lot of them, I ain't gonna say most of them, but some of them will tell you they didn't believe their husband loved them unless he was beaten on. So That's now, true, and that that passes right? off. That you have the next generation of people that come up behind them, their their children that. Accept the same thing and expect the same it's thing, whether same it's male thing. or female as well. That's right. Okay, but with that said, we're gonna have to um gonna have to put a pin in. Time always does fly. Um, glad we're able yes, to does. cover that topic. Yeah, we'll have a couple more to uh to address there. Just kind of as a last word um today, I just want to remind any listeners if you don't catch it live, you can always go back to the podcast app on iPhone through the Apple Podcast, or if you have an Android phone, Google Podcast, just search, search Seek, the number two, and then Teach. All the previous episodes episodes will be there for um, the previous Seek to Teach radio as well as the Practical Spirits podcast. So with that, God bless you all. Thank you for your time, and we'll be here, you'll be hearing back from us very soon. Love you. Definitely appreciate you too. Have a good one, bro. All right, you too, bro. God bless. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.